0: Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards. We get
0: Nerdy Nightly. And
1: we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah.
0: That is right, it is Monday, November... 23rd. 23rd, 2020, and it's another edition of The Nightly Morning Show. <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah, it's, uh, it's officially winter.
0: It is. Here in s- Canada. Snowing.
1: It, it snowed all day yesterday. I was it's supposed to have a photo shoot in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know what, we're going to keep an eye on it, on the weather, because you know, the weather is, it's you know, it's Canada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Canada. And we like, I woke up and we were like messaging and then the photographer was like, so it's snowing where I am. And I opened my, like the curtain and I was like, oh no, it's snowing. And then it snowed all day. Yeah. All day, it's it's disgusting outside.
0: It was kind of beautiful, honestly. Like yeah. it was nice. It was nice snow for the beginning of it. Yeah. In the middle of the day, it got a little wet. It's so we, very, you know. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's we're we're in Canada.
0: We are in Canada. Yeah. Um. We I don't uh have a brush scraper thing. If you don't know what that is, you don't live in the north. Um. For my car. So I had to order one of those off Amazon. But yesterday I was doing it with my hands, yeah. which uh, just sucks. It's yeah. just, it's the worst.
1: Yeah, yeah. I—I I, Here's the thing. I would have, like, I would have done the photo shoot. It's just that the snow was really, like, wet and heavy. And for the cameras and stuff, I'm, none of the photographers would have wanted to, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shoot in the snow. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. I just um, look cute for myself.
0: Yeah. It ended up being a productive day, though.
1: It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went out. We got um got groceries. We stocked up on groceries because starting today, everything's kind of locked down. In Toronto. In Toronto. Uh, well, Toronto and Peel region. A- anyways.
0: I don't know what that uh, is.
1: Yeah. Um here it's fine. You'll learn. You'll learn. We'll get you there.
0: I'm I um, just for those of you who don't know, I have just moved to Toronto. Uh so I'm just learning. Yeah. I'm learning. No, that
1: that's fair. So yeah, so we went to Costco. Mm-hmm. We went to the mall, picked yeah. up some stuff like essentials. And you know, kind of just like got ready to to hunker down for the next month. Twenty
0: eight days. It also ended up being a fun day though. Yes. Because we did drugs.
1: We did drugs. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, we um, had which our illegal here.
0: To celebrate hitting four hundred twenty followers on the Nerdy Nightly channel, we did a four twenty stream. Uh, in which at four twenty yesterday we started streaming high, playing some uh, Jackbox. Jackbox. The plan yeah. was to play Jackbox and then play Among Us. But um, what happened? We, we,
1: we were way too high.
0: <laughs> we got way too high.
1: <laughs> yeah. David was like, oh, 10 milligrams is really like not that much. So we both took 10 milligrams each. Um, yeah. And it, if he yeah. was very high, <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you that I was. I couldn't function as a human being. <laughs> My
0: favorite part of the whole thing was you responding so late to anything I said. Like I would be like, um, hey, uh, I just read this. I was like on my phone, like I just read this, and then like n- no response for like a minute, and then I would have moved on to something else, and like not been paying attention, and <laughs> Clarice would just go, oh cool. It yeah it was um, yeah
1: I was I was on the struggle bus guys it was fully
0: riding the was, struggle bus
1: yeah it was not it was not cute it was um, a
0: very fun stream though.
1: It was. Yeah. There was like ten minutes there. It, you know what? Actually, I don't know if it was ten minutes. It could have been a lot shorter or a lot longer. Where I felt like my like chest was gonna explode, and I was like, "We need to end the stream." I was like, "I think
0: I yeah, think yeah, I'm yeah.
1: dying. I think I'm dying." And then I was like, "Well, I can't say that on stream. I don't want like to worry people." So I just sat there and like waited, and it went away. But yeah, um, yeah it was. Guys, drugs are bad.
0: Drugs are bad, okay? They're not. It was very fun. The, <laughs> it was fun. The bigger problem was that I had plans for last night. Things we were going to get done. We were going to record our Patreon-only podcast. We were going to do some stuff oh, like that.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, um, we, did, we, we literally couldn't.
0: We went to bed. We at. And I be. I We were lying on the couch for about an hour after the stream ended. And then I turned to Clarus and I went, all right, I'm going to go take a nap. This was at 9 o'clock. Yeah. I woke up at 8 a.m. It was a 11-hour
1: nap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, David, like, went to bed, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Like, a nap would be great. And so I went and got into bed, and then realized I was still fully clothed, hadn't washed my face or brushed my teeth, had to haul myself back out of bed.
0: You actually did all that?
1: I did. I'm
0: so proud of you. I I was out.
1: Guys, my skin... I am strict about it. I do not go to bed without washing my face. I have never done it in my life and no. I never will. No. Um, no matter
0: how high she gets.
1: Yeah. It, and it was a struggle. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I think,
0: I, I think my favorite part of it though was I, when I woke up, you were still like in that giant hoodie that you bought yesterday oh yeah Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, yeah i I fell asleep i definitely like took off like my pants and my socks to like change into pajamas pajamas. (laughs) but then i just left my sweater on and crawled into bed (laughs) i don't we had an evening yeah it was something
0: it was a fun stream though i'm really glad we did that me too it was fun
1: yeah yeah it was fun next time i will take half as much
0: i i think that my favorite my favorite part of the stream was definitely uh, we were playing quiplash um, and the, the, prompt was, um, what do you call a surfing cow? And Clarice's answer was Milky Waves. And I've never been more proud to be married to you in my entire life. <laughs> Thank
1: you. I've
0: literally, I want a Milky Waves shirt. Thank you, Ziers. <laughs> Thank
1: you, Ziers. For oh, the Empire. My. Oh my God. All right, chug. Oh, it's tea. I don't enjoy chugging tea. Jesus, Ziers, why, why would you do this?
0: For those of you who are listening to the podcast, we're being forced to drink liquids by our chat.
1: Zeus <laughs> <laughs> is trying to drown us. <laughs> yeah, I've never. Drowning had...
0: in the milky waves.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I've, I don't even know how I came up with that, and I'm mm-hmm. so proud of myself. I have never. I've never had a better answer for a Jackbox question.
0: Y'all, I want to sell a Milky Waves shirt. So, um, if there's any artists out there who are willing to draw a surfing cow with the words Milky Waves underneath, uh, DM me and let's collab and let's sell a Milky Waves shirt on the store. <sighs>
1: oh my god, guys, why?
0: Thank you uh, for the Empire Friends. All right, should we get into the, to the news? We're only, yeah. we're only, we're, oh wow, we're only seven minutes into the show. Okay, I thought it's we were
1: fine. Late. Well, we do have an announcement. Should we do that now or at the end?
0: Oh, we have a new show. And we should do that now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you want
0: to explain our new show?
1: Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so David and I were chatting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a new podcast show. Um, in addition to, you know, the nightly morning show gets uploaded as a podcast. Um, we, excuse me, I had to drink so much. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. So, we're oh, having a happening? new bi weekly show.
0: <laughs> yes!
1: Called um, Catching Up Clarus.
0: Catching Up Clarus.
1: No, it's Catching Up Clarus.
0: Yes, but it will only ever be pronounced as Catching Up
1: Clarus. No, no, it won't. Yes, be. it will. Um, and so, it's basically a show for me to catch up on all of the pop culture things that I have missed out on throughout my life.
0: Yeah, it's going to essentially be a rewatch podcast for me uh, and yep. a original podcast for Clarus. Uh, that. already <laughs> knows that because we have already announced this to our patrons. Yes. Um, so it's going to be a bi-weekly podcast. In this case, meaning every two weeks, not mm-hmm. twice a week, which is what bi-weekly can also mean because English is a dumb language. Yep, true. And we are going to be doing, uh, basically, uh, it will either be a um, full series or it will be a season of a series, or it will be a movie. Yeah. Uh, the first episode, which will be coming out this Sunday, is going to be um, Avatar The Last Airbender, yep. the full series. We're going to talk about all three seasons of the show, mm-hmm. uh, what we thought about it. This one won't be a catching up Clarus, it'll be a catching up both of us. Yeah, because um, David
1: actually did not watch Because I had never Avatar seen it before either. either. Um, but uh, yeah, there's going to be, I mean, we can probably do one on Anchorman. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. So I've never so, seen Venom. You've never seen Venom.
0: You never seen Venom. Yeah.
1: There's so many things.
0: There's so many things. The you've also never seen like. That yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to do all of Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to do all of Rebels. Um, we're definitely going to do what are the other big ones that you've never seen? You've, she's never seen Batman 1989, the True. original Tim Burton Batman.
1: True.
0: Uh, so there's going to be some really exciting, fun episodes there. That show will be available publicly for everyone.
1: Uh, patrons get uh, patrons get early access.
0: Uh, no. no. We might not be able to do that with a podcast.
1: Oh. Well, we'll have
0: to figure out how we're going to release it. Um,
1: yes, that's fair. Uh,
0: we're going to try and find a way for patrons to get early access. Uh, that'll probably be like through a YouTube link, but uh, that show will be available publicly on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, two weeks after that on Sunday night, and then two weeks after that on Sunday night, yeah. and then that'll take us to the end of the year. Guys, we're so close to the end of 2020. I
1: know. I, canna, yeah. I cannot yeah. believe it. Um, I think we will probably do Legend of Korra as well, Dill Pickle. We do want to watch it.
0: We will. We just so haven't seen we'll it yet. We'll
1: see. Yeah, yeah. We, ha- we just we have to get around to watching.
0: All right, uh, that's a big announcement. We hope that you guys will uh, come check out Catching Up, Clarus, when it goes live on Sunday uh, to talk about Avatar. Um, mm-hmm. But for now, should we talk about the news?
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Shin.
0: For our title story today, we are talking about. The Last of Us.
1: Yeah, we got a really fun announcement.
0: Yeah, not our announcement this time.
1: No, no this no, is not. This is my HBO's
0: announcement. announcement because HBO uh Home Box Office What does the O stand for? Oh, home Box Office. That's what the O stands for. Um <laughs> has announced that they're going to be doing a Last of Us television series. We had heard of this, oh, um, there had been rumors, there had been speculation about this for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but the show officially has been greenlit to go to production, yeah. uh, and we're going to be getting a streaming, um, actually not streaming, because it'll be on HBO, whatever HBO is now. It's not technically an HBO Max title. Actually, I have a question. <laughs> is Is there a difference between an HBO title and an HBO Max title now, or is it all just the same thing? I have no idea. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think anyone knows. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: just broke my own brain trying to figure out... Because, like, are because uh, We don't know, guys. HBO's know. whole thing was that it wasn't television. But right. now it has HBO Max, which also isn't television.
1: I couldn't tell you.
0: So, is one of them the not streaming te- not television, and the other is the streaming not television?
1: I, I really don't know. Like, we don't have HBO Max here, so I've just never... Put in the thought.
0: <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. I'm not helpful in this situation.
0: Because of that, the Broken Pirates in the chat are also not television. So good that's Good to know. Good to know. Um, <laughs> Twitch, technically not television.
1: It's twitch.tv.
0: Twitch.tv. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> Am I still high? <laughs> oh
1: um, God. What,
0: what do you want to see a Last of Us TV show?
1: Here's the thing that I think makes that tough. Um, we already know the story of The Last of Us.
0: Well, yeah, but that's true of every adaptation.
1: Hmm?
0: That's true of every adaptation. Yeah. Like, Game of Thrones, we knew the story. You know what I mean? Well,
1: not really, because it's not finished. But, and... mm, It... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know if they're going to, like, take any liberties with it. And... Because, you know, like, um... What can I use? When, like, The Hobbit came out. Yes. <laughs> they took liberties, made it into, like, three movies. I don't know what you about. Threw in a bunch of extra crap and, like, called it a movie. Um, so, I, you know, I wonder. <laughs> thank you for the bitties, don't pickle. I wonder if it's going to be the exact story that we already know from the vid- video game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if it's going to be either a spin off or a continuation, mm-hmm. although that the end of Last of Us 2 didn't leave much for continuation, I don't think.
0: Um here's the thing. I uh, this is really tough, right? I love the Last of Us 2 games so much.
1: Yeah, I love yes. them so much. They're brilliant. The story is incredible.
0: And the more the further away I'm getting from having played Last of Us 2, And the more I'm realizing how much that story stuck with me Mm -hmm. and how much it still kind I still think about it, I actually like really, really love what I really love what they did with Last of Us 2. And like the fact that it is as emotionally resonant with me months later says a lot about the video game. For sure. And the fact that I really want to go play it again, and the only reason I'm not playing it again right now is because I can't, like I don't have a device. I need to buy PS5 so that I can. Yeah. Um or I used PS4. Uh, Because I probably won't get a PS5 until 2026. Um, (laughs) Having said that, I kind of want them to not make this show about Joel and Ellie. Because I don't Mm. think that there's anything left to be said about that relationship that the game didn't accomplish. Yeah. Um, Especially like their relationship in the first game is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And... If they just remake the story of the first game into a season of television, I'm, I'm here for it and I will watch it because, yeah. you know, I, it's such a beautiful story and it's it's something that I love and I, I, I love that. But I, I kind of would love for them to take the world of Last of Us and make a different story that, like, intersects yeah. with um, Joel and Ellie in some way or something like that. Yeah,
1: like maybe somebody <laughs> that they, like, know and are close with Mm-hmm. You know, so that those characters can make appearances short term. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't really want to see their story put into a show because I feel like I know their story.
0: I'm sure that's what it's going to be, though. Like I'm a hundred percent sure. And who knows? Short-takes. Maybe maybe it's great, and maybe they like take it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there are cases where like just telling the same story but doing it differently can be interesting. Um, and you know, there's going to be elements of that story that I'm not sure that HBO is going to want to do live action.
1: Oof. Uh, The end of the
0: like, let's just be real. The end, watching the end of the first game in live action would be really hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was hard enough in the video game. Like, in the game. You know what I mean? Like, I think that... It's um, heavy.
0: It's really heavy.
1: It's definitely going to be an adult show. (laughs)
0: Like, like,
1: you know, this is going to be, like...
0: It is going to be the most violent thing ever made. Yeah. <laughs> that the I, like the end of that the the end of that shit game and no without spoiling anything but the end of that game mm-hmm. is
1: it's a lot
0: it's <laughs> gruesome mm-hmm. and and for for very intentionally very intentionally yes it is not supposed to make you feel good it is supposed to make you feel bad about what's happening and it is very good at it yeah. but it is gruesome yeah. it is like it crosses a line of humanity in a way that is telling a story about the, the lines that we are willing to cross for each other. And I, I I totally get it. Like playing it. I totally got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shin is saying, is it more violent than Game of Thrones? I honestly, yes. If you do the end of Last of Us 1 yeah. in live action, I think that it, it will come across more violent than Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones had that like fantasy element and there's only so much damage that you can do with a sword like right. the like it's 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 the red wedding is awful it's it's so awful but i don't know there's something about putting it in a modern context that has no fantastical elements that makes it more real you take mm-hmm. that scene in the hospital and you make that real you put that in real people in a modern hospital with modern scrubs like you make that part of the real world with real guns it, it, it is so different than damage that you do with a giant broadsword while you're wearing big armor and there's candles and like you you take something that is abstract like a fantasy setting mm-hmm and obviously it wasn't always abstract. There would have been a time in history when that would have looked very real to people. For sure. But the modern hospital setting and like the look and the people is going to be, it's, it's, it's gruesome. And like it's, it's beautiful in a, in a way. The yeah. storytelling is gorgeous and the reasons why it happens are wonderful and I love that game. But watching yeah. it is going to be a heavy blow to There are going to be a lot of people who will not watch the show because it will be too tough to get through.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. I honestly don't think it's a show that I could watch.
0: That's fair. Yeah, yeah I get that.
1: Um. Well, well also, you don't like zombies. Well, yeah. The yeah. zombies thing also makes it very difficult for me. Like, I just, I get, I don't, I don't know what it is. I get really in my head about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like, I think you're right. I think they're gonna make it about Joel and Ellie because mm-hmm. that's that seems like the thing to do. But I really hope that they don't. <laughs> Um, cause I think that, I think that the game did such a good job. Like you don't need to put it into another mm-hmm. medium. I would rather see, I would rather get to explore more of the world and the yeah. other people in that world and in their lives. Um, that's just me personally. I know that, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are really excited to see this as a TV show because yeah. of the characters in it and their relationship to the characters. Um, but just for me specifically, I, I would prefer if they moved away from that main storyline of the games.
0: Yeah, me as well. Um, but it, it's coming. I'm gonna watch it. Clarus probably won't. <laughs> and we'll we'll see. see. We'll see. I don't know. Like it's it's gonna be interesting. I think that it's something like I I'm one of those people who nothing really bugs me. Like I can watch anything. I can watch any Saw movie. I can watch like and you know I can watch any horror movie and go to bed that night. Yeah. You know, it's not um, the
1: violence of the show that would bother me. I I that stuff doesn't stay with me for some reason, I, and if if you stuck with us for a while, you've heard me talk that, like, I don't deal with zombies very well, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, when I started watching The Walking Dead, I I started having zombie dreams, like, every week. Yeah. And I'd be, like, there'd be a weird noise outside, and I'd be like, it's the zombie apocalypse. And I'd start, like, spiraling, and, like, I'm like, okay, where are the people that I love? What are the weapons around me? And it, it was, like the weirdest thing uh, like I, I would just hear a weird noise on the subway and be like okay i'm on the subway how do i deal with this situation if it turns into the zombie apocalypse like and and i just like had to put away the zombie genre for um, a while.
0: hero of wind brings up it should be the start of the fireflies or something um or i would actually really be interested if the sh- if the first few seasons of the show were joel's time between losing his daughter which is a, is a slight spoiler for the very beginning of the first game, right? Um, but there's a huge time jump at the beginning of the first game after Joel loses his daughter to when he meets Ellie, and there's a big time jump that takes place in a cool city where it could be really interesting to introduce Joel and uh, for a like you could do two seasons of Joel's journey then, introduce Ellie at the end of the second season, do all of her backstory and Joel's backstory, and then like do the third season of them converging, yeah. and then seasons four and five could be the lead up to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And you could have a really interesting five season show. Yeah. that tells that whole story in a way that would make it feel different from the game because of how it's handling it. Yeah. And also like introducing Ellie in the middle of the show would be interesting and like mm-hmm. giving us a different kind of relationship. Um Yeah. but obviously like who knows what's going to happen. Um yeah. I'm 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 kind of excited for it. I don't know. It's weird. That it's 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 hard to be excited for adaptations of things that I love as much as I love the last of us yeah it really is it is tough to because be it can as be very bad <laughs> yeah and honestly video game adaptations have just messed up so many times that like there is a there's a yeah. there's a hesitancy
1: yeah even you let like, you know like the witcher wasn't perfect the witch was also not just a video game yeah but like i
0: enjoyed the Witcher a lot i enjoyed
1: it i enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. it's not perfect you know what i mean yeah
0: that's true um and i, like... I think that i think that the Witcher, though, the Witcher has a different problem than The Last of Us, where the Witcher had to, like, set up so many things. True. Which is hard to do. Like, it had to set up a, a world that's very weird and complicated. Yeah. And, like, even I've played the games, and there's times when they introduce something else, and I'm like, this, there's there's a lot going on
1: here. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's fair.
0: And so, the the, the Witcher, I think, the season one, the things about it that aren't perfect, or that ta- the things that take away from it, mm-hmm. are how much of it had to be exposition. Yeah. And now that that's kind of handled, I'm really excited because I feel like the second season of the show is going to open up and have a lot more room to run as far as storytelling so. and character development. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited for that because I love Henry Cavill. Yeah. Um, I love the actress playing Yennefer. I love the actress play, playing Siri. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to see the three of them and the re- way their relationship develops.
1: So assuming that, uh, assuming your theory is correct, like what you would like to see in The Last of Us show, mm-hmm. who would play a young Joel?
0: a young Joel.
1: Yeah. Um. From like from the very beginning.
0: That's tough. Right? Because you want someone who's like the the, the, it's tough because I want someone who like I don't know very well. Like I wouldn't want it to be a huge star. Yeah. Um. You know who I think would be actually really good uh, as Joel would be the guy who was um the villain in Logan. I think his name is Um, Boyd Holbrook I can't picture him He's the guy with the robot arm in Logan Mm -hmm. He's got a southern accent in it But um, I think that he would be a really good Joel He's just got kind of that sensibility I could see him being a like Tough dad Mm -hmm. Um,
1: The only person that kind of Comes to mind that could kind of work And I don't love it but the guy who plays Bucky
0: Ooh Ooh that's Good Yeah um oh my god what is his name
1: I'm I'm bad with
0: young looks, looks, uh young. <laughs> he looks like a young Mark Hamill,
1: kind of. Yeah, yeah. he
0: and Mark Hamill have the same face. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, kind of. That's
0: interesting. I really like that. That's good casting.
1: I, I I think that he he can play that vibe. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know,
1: and that like grit.
0: Yeah. All right, let's go with that. Yeah, sure. Um, Bucky Barnes. Uh, Sebastian Stan. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. Right. Um He'd be a good. He would be a good. Joel that's good That that's really good casting who would you want to be Ellie cause everyone says Ellen Page cause she the original was she yeah, looks like Ellen Page for sure the but problem she's is she's too old too now.
1: old now like, no. like like this person would have to look like a teenager cause it's not
0: gonna be Last of Us 2 they're gonna start when Joel you know if if it's Joel and Ellie which it is going to be yeah. it's going to be her as a 13 to 16 year old
1: yeah yeah, yeah. um
0: it's going to be Millie Bobby Brown the, yeah, only, let's be honest. the only the only actors it's it's either Millie Bobby Brown or Daphne Keene the two actresses under twenty who are working right
1: yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Unless you know what? Hey, Anya Taylor Joy looks like she could be a teenager still. She's too tall. Yeah.
0: Anya Taylor Joy is Anya Taylor Joy is like she's like she's I don't know she's she's not right she's too like foreign looking. Yes. You need someone who... And I don't mean that, like, in a bad way. I just mean she looks European. Yes. She looks very she, European. She does. Um, yeah. She doesn't have that, like, soft, all-American kind of... Yeah. Which I think kind of is what Ellie is. You know, she looks like a girl from Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> oh, my God. Um,
1: yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't really have any, like, solid ideas. I don't know.
0: I, I actually wouldn't hate millie bobby brown
1: no i, I, think, I think she'd she be she great
0: i just wanted to see her and everything she was so charming in enola holmes
1: yeah like yeah. the movie questionable but she was great
0: um speaking of millie bobby brown our next news story is a fun one uh because oh my gosh i i need to pull up his name because if i don't get his name right i'm gonna, gonna be, be very, very uh, upset um but uh, <laughs> the original actor playing who played freddie in the nightmare on elm street movies um Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Robert Englund uh, is joining the cast of Stranger Things Season 4. So oh, we're getting wow. the original Freddy Krueger actor, um, which is a really cool thing. I love that Stranger Things is doing this, where they, they reference so much of the 80s in their show, and so they're bringing in these 80s stars, especially horror stars, into mm-hmm. the show, these homages. Um, yeah. I love Robert Englund. Uh, Freddy Krueger is one of the most like iconic horror things that has ever been created mm-hmm. um you know that everything about him is iconic the sweater is iconic mm-hmm. the hat is iconic the skin the glove like he's such an incredible character that each individual piece on its own represents that character yeah um
1: for sure for sure
0: and so uh yeah i'm just really excited for robert england to join the show
1: yeah yeah that's gonna be fun i obviously have never seen i i've seen okay i've seen season one of stranger things mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. haven't seen any other seasons, and I obviously have not seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You've never
0: seen a single Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh my gosh.
1: No. I have not.
0: They're, they're fun. They're Because they take... The whole thing with Freddy is that he kills you in your dreams. Uh huh. So because it's in your dreams, they're fun movies because they can be so ridiculous. Because it's whatever humans can dream. Yeah, it is. Okay. And so, like, okay. you know, it's, it's... A lot of those movies play with, like, ridiculousness. Um, and Freddy Krueger is a li- an over the top villain. Okay. Um, but it is uh, it's really really quite fun, uh, and I, I I like him as a villain quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this. I I'm. Me too. You know, I I want to see Stranger Things keep doing stuff like this because I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Robert Englund in something in a while, or at least I haven't in a while. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see him maybe take on a villain. I think it'd be fun to have human villains that have a bit more personality and flair like he does in the Nightmare movies. Um, But they're probably going to make him a good guy uh, and then kill him off in a way that everyone feels is unfair because that's the story of Stranger Things. That's how it works. Justice for Bob. Okay, you guys? (laughs) Justice for Bob. Um, uh, All right. We have a lot of television news, actually, because we had had The Last of Us news. We had that Stranger Things news. We also... uh, There are rumors going around that Marvel is going to be doing um is going to be focusing its energy less on the movies mm-hmm. and more on their disney plus television series yeah this is probably because of the current coronavirus mm-hmm. um th- their movies are kind of in limbo until movie theaters are open and doing well yeah, again
1: which is fair
0: so they're going to be focusing on a couple of television series including um a nick fury show which uh is uh probably going of to be course. up and running next year filming mm-hmm. Uh, As well as Ironheart. Do you know who Ironheart is?
1: Um, Is probably like Iron Man's daughter or something.
0: (laughs) Um, No, but you're kind of close. Like Iron Man's daughter, but not Tony Stark's daughter. Um, Ironheart is a, uh, I believe in the comics when she was introduced, she was 16. Mm -hmm. uh, And she's a 16 year old um, uh, girl of color Mm -hmm. who is one of the smartest people on the planet, mm, and creates cool. her own Iron Man armor, mm-hmm. uh, and actually takes over as the Iron Man of the Avengers. Um, gotcha. Ad, even though she is a high school age student. Wow. Um, she's brilliant. Uh, Riri is her name, and I would... I I want this show. This show, that sounds dope.
1: Yeah, I want. I would watch that.
0: I want a freaking like, high school drama about a black girl who fight supervillains i love it while also like kicking ass in her personal life it sounds dope
1: or maybe like maybe being that smart hmm. you would have a lot of struggles in your personal life
0: no that's that's why I, that's why i want yeah. that show you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? like, that
1: sounds dope
0: like i think that it would be really cool to do <laughs> wait mel the bard just asked i can't see them using jackson as fury because he's so iconic do you think they'll cast a no, it, it is Sam Jackson. He's I'm so confused by your comment, Mello. Sam Jackson will still be Nick Fury in that TV show. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's going literally... to be the Sam Jackson TV show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What we've yeah. all been waiting for. <laughs>
0: um sorry, I just that I was very confused for a second. Um I'm very excited to see um this show Ironheart. I'm actually very excited for uh uh Sam Jackson as Nick Fury.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be good though. Like I I that's one that I think will, in a way, carry itself because of the character, the history, the actor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know that one's going to be solid. This one, I really hope they put a lot of care into.
0: Mello the Bard says he doesn't strike me as a TV actor. I hear what you're saying, Mello. M- these aren't TV shows, though. These These Disney Plus TV shows are not TV shows. These are giant eight-episode movies. <laughs> And here's the thing, and this is a point I make about the the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Mm -hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe is a giant TV show. It has 23 episodes, and the season finale is Thanos. And the endgame is the season finale of the first season of the MCU. Right. Season 2 of the MCU is going to be... Some of the episodes are on Disney+, and they're called TV shows, Mm -hmm. and some of the episodes are movies. But this is one giant television series. yeah. It behaves like a television series. It has arcs like a television series. And so I I really, I genuinely think that, like, the actors don't notice a difference between the two things.
1: Yeah, especially because it's Disney. You know, it's not like they're going to work on a cable network TV show.
0: Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Paul Bettany are not doing WandaVision being like, I guess my career's over. I'm on a TV show now. No, they're on a $5 million an episode sitcom... (laughs) That they that is going to be the highest profile thing of January next year. The yeah. most talked about thing in January of next year is going to be Wandavision. Mm-hmm. It just is. Um, they the, the 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 division between television and film nowadays is so blurred.
1: Yeah, I that's think that,
0: true. I think that Mel's is right. I do not think that Sam Jackson would do a twenty-two episode syndicated tv show you know that runs september to may yeah i don't think you yeah. will but eight episodes maybe it's like you know if you're doing eight weeks you would do eight weeks of filming on a movie it's yeah. not that different from a film you yeah. know um so i'm really excited that uh yeah i'm really excited for that
1: yeah yeah i think that's awesome i i think that um you know if they do like throwback scenes they they might have a real uh, a really great chance to Um, showcase an up-and-coming actor of color um, as, like, young Nick Fury, um, which I think would be really cool. What?
0: No. They they won't. Flashbacks? They won't. They will de-age Sam Jackson.
1: You think so? They did
0: it for Captain Marvel. It would be too weird now to have Mm. two different young Nick Furies.
1: What do you mean, two different? Well,
0: because in Captain Marvel, they de-aged him.
1: Oh, I didn't see Captain Marvel. Oh, what? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, well, catching up, Um, Coming this Sunday. Um
1: sorry, I'm not going to lie. I it it didn't look that great, so I didn't go see it.
0: There's some parts of it that are brilliant. Um uh particularly the scrolls. Mm-hmm. But um they it would be very odd for them to have a de-aged Nick Fury who looks young in the movie and then also have a different young Nick Fury in the TV show. I, don't
1: and know. They well, also, I hope they do. They though.
0: have all of the technology to de-age him now. They have like it's all done Did it already. not look
1: really weird? No,
0: it looked unbelievably good he looks like he's in the 90s you if you have not seen Captain Marvel yet watch it just to look at Nick Fury and go how how did you do this it is insane okay it's no I'm not even joking no, it no, looks it's... like you're watching Pulp Fiction again weird it's and it's it's yeah Dill Pickle it's so crazy and it's the whole movie he's in the entire film and he As looks the young version. Uh, yeah, like I- exactly like he did in the 90s. All right. It probably helps that he was in so many movies in the 90s that they had stuff to pull from. Yeah. Um but yeah. I yeah. If, if they're going to do flashbacks, it will be Sam Jackson de-aged. There's no reason for Jackson. it not to be. Yeah. Um and that is fair. The the fun thing, I, I will say the fun thing about doing a Nick Fury show
1: mm-hmm.
0: is he is on the sidelines for so many events where they've cut away from him. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to explore some of those events in the for show. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's gonna be cool. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm you must get that. like
1: a behind the scenes to the Marvel movies in a way. Like yeah. I like that. That's fun.
0: Yeah, which is kind of what I think the Loki show might do a little bit because he's time traveling.
1: Mm, Um, so I'm
0: hoping that we're going to get a little bit of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Ironheart and Nick Fury coming to Disney Plus soon.
1: Cool. That's really fun.
0: I know. But you know, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier this week about the DC shows because there's so many Marvel shows now. (laughs) And there's so many... Like, there's just so much superhero television now. I don't know... Yeah. If, I, I, we're, I don't know if we're going to be able to watch it all, babe. I know. We're going to try. We are going to try. try.
1: We're going to try.
0: We are going to try. Just for you, chat. Just for just for y'all in Yeah, the chat. that's, a lot. that's it's a, a lot. It's a lot.
1: Good thing we're going to be home for the holidays. And yeah. we can... I can catch up.
0: <laughs> um, In other TV show news, speaking of the DCEU, keep your eyes peeled to the internet later today because we... If you are a fan of Titans... They have announced that they are going to be revealing the new Starfire costume today that cool. will appear in season three of Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is apparently going to be a more comic accurate take. Um, mm. because it's part of the complaint about Starfire so far, other than the racists who are upset that they cast a black woman. Um, and if you're upset that they cast a black woman to play an orange woman, I I don't I don't know how I don't to help
1: like you. To
0: tell you. Um, like... <laughs> she's an alien. Um uh, but, uh, part of the complaint has been that her wardrobe has been very bizarre okay. at times on the show. Okay. Um, sometimes she's dressed like she's from the seventies. Um, it's, 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 interesting. Uh, and okay. I haven't necessarily loved all of her costumes. Um, although I quite like Anna Diop. She's a great actress and mm-hmm. uh, she's actually one of the highlights of the show for me. Mm-hmm. She's very emotionally consistent throughout the show in a way that um, I, I really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and so we are going to be getting a new uh, comic accurate take on her costume.
1: Okay. Which
0: our chat is bringing up um, might be way too sexy. I'm assuming it's going to be comic accurate without going full bathing suit, but...
1: Oh, it's a bathing suit. Well, I'm, I'm going to pull up a picture right now.
0: yeah um if you've never if you've never seen the panel um from uh (laughs) from like old comics that's uh starfire screaming that she loves dick um it's definitely worth checking out
1: i love that i need to look into that um wait like this
0: yeah
1: oh wow
0: um for those of you who don't understand that joke uh (laughs) starfire and richard grayson Uh, in the comics, everyone calls him Dick Grayson, uh, are longtime lovers. Uh, and there is a scene from an old comic, um, where I think Dick, she thinks that Dick's, Dick dies. Um, and she's, it's just, she's full on tears, like screaming and it's just a panel and it just says, no Dick. No, it says, I love Dick. I can't lose Dick like multiple times. Like it's very funny. And like at the time it was oh, very innocent, my but God. now it's...
1: <laughs> did not age well. <laughs> it did not age well, no.
0: Some things in comics don't age well. And honestly, I agree with Jason Inman from Geek History Lesson. Stop, just call him Richard. Stop, it's it's 2020. Stop calling him Dick Grayson, DC. Just...
1: Yeah, I don't...
0: And also don't ever do Rick Grayson again. That was bullshit. Um,
1: <laughs> wow, all right.
0: right. It was. Rick Grayson was, was crap. DC Comics. I love you, and I love Nightwing, but Rick Grayson was garbage. Um, I'm, I will say that until the day I day. Dill Pickle agrees with me. Rick was trash.
1: All right.
0: Dick Grayson is a gosh darn hero. He is the cornerstone of the DC Universe. You do not have modern DC Comics without Dick Grayson. I will die on this hill, and Rick Grayson was absolute garbage. Um, is this the same person? No.
1: Okay.
0: No, he's not. They replaced Nightwing with... They replaced Dick Grayson with Rick Grayson. It's all trash.
1: Okay. All right. Glad that I know that now. Stick
0: with Dick. Um, No, but change his name to Richard.
1: Yeah. Richard is fine.
0: Yeah. Or Richie. You know, I don't know. Hard. Call him hard. Don't do that. Hard Grayson.
1: Don't do that. Mm -mm. I'm going to veto that right now.
0: You don't like hard Grayson?
1: No. No, I do not. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy
0: um uh, so we had announced speaking of television guys we're just we're just going through television news today we are powering today. through the news uh, DC announced that we were going to be getting a spin-off of black lightning called Painkiller we had talked yes. about that and I was at the time I was wondering like why like why would you do that? Uh, while Black Lightning is still going. Like, mm-hmm. Killer is such a huge part of that show. Yeah. It would be weird to me to not have him on that show. Yeah. And what we found out is that Black Lightning is coming to an end at the end of season four.
1: Yeah. They got snip Snop.
0: You've never seen an episode of Black Lightning, right? No, I haven't. Um, I will say this is, uh, this is sad to me because I think that Black Lightning is one of the smarter uh, CW shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The way that it has tackled racism in America mm-hmm. through its show has been, um, it, it, it all the, the CW shows are very fun and I really enjoy them, mm-hmm. but they don't typically have a lot to say about the real world. They, they keep don't it light. They make statement. Yeah. They keep it light for the most mm-hmm. part, you know, um, you know, gotcha. Supergirl a little bit more than the others, but Black Lightning yeah. came out with the idea that it was about being black. Mm-hmm. In America, and they were going to really dive into that. And what does it mean for Black Lightning to be a black principal yeah. in, a, in a in a high school? And like they they talk about those things in a way that is. Um, feels honest. Yeah. Uh, and I can't speak for that experience, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for someone like me who can't speak for that experience and doesn't know that experience, uh, it felt like a way for me to be able to empathize with an experience I've never had before. For sure. Uh, and I think that those kind of storytelling um, things are very important. And, and I, I have always appreciated what Black Lightning did in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like the show and i'm i'm sad to see it ending i i was hoping this one would get to go seven eight seasons like some of the others have
1: yeah
0: um but um yeah the uh, this will end with season four and then obviously painkiller the spin-off will pick up with these character storylines moving forward Mm -hmm. um which is probably which is probably a good way to handle it i mean uh you know black lightning can still show up in the crossovers he'll be able to show up in the painkiller show uh And maybe they just feel like they've told all the story they want with Jeffrey Pierce.
1: Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot of the times with TV shows is they just go on too long Mm -hmm. because they're making money. And so they keep going. You know, like I think that um, I think that saying this is what we've got. This is the story that we want to tell. And then Mm -hmm. once we've done we're done telling that story, then we can move on. I think that's I think that's smart. I think a lot more people should do that. Yeah. And maybe that was the case. Maybe maybe they were just like, look, we have we did what we wanted with this character. We told a good story. Yeah. Let's um still visit the same world with a different lens in the form of this new show. Um,
0: you, you are right. You are right with that. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it does suck. You know, like when your favorite movie or your favorite TV show ends, it's sad. But I would much rather see it end gracefully than like <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, but that's just me personally, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I, 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 will be sad to see Black Lightning go. Um, I yeah. think Jeffrey Pierce is one of my favorite television characters right now. Mm-hmm. I really love him. Um, I love the family dynamic on that show. I love that marriage, Jeffrey Pierce and his wife, the way that it is handled. They are two independent humans mm-hmm. coexisting and trying to make it work in a very difficult situation. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like the way they've handled that over the season so far and um, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, it's one of those announcements where I get it. I hope that because, yeah. I hope that the CW isn't ending the show. I hope that they all decided together to end the show. Yeah. And that they are coming up with a solid story end that, that builds the characters well and like really rounds out the um, overall narrative of Black Lightning. Totally. So that I want this show to live on. I want this show to be one thing that like 10 years from now, if people are still talking about these CW shows, I think Black Knight Lightning's the one that I hope has that legacy. Yeah. Black Lightning and Arrow, I think, are the two that have will have that legacy. Mm-hmm. Um uh just because, you know, the, the quality of the experiential storytelling that they're giving in Black Lightning is mm-hmm. very high. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think uh, I think that should be bumped up to the top of the list. I'd like to watch Black Lightning. Yeah. That sounds good. It
0: just there, there's a lot of social commentary in it that is yeah. that is really um it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just it also, it also helps that for the first few seasons, it was disconnected from everything else. Yeah. They were starting with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, uh, Jeffrey met the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. But before that, there's no crossovers. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of its own world for a long time. Freeland existed on its own. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just really like that show. Yeah. Um. I'm in
1: looking forward to it.
0: In news that is uh, not television news, but also kind of television news, because you probably watch WWE on television if you watch it. Um, I am not a big wrestling fan anymore, but there was a time, uh, in my youth, uh, where I grew up around wrestling, uh, and I, I really, I really loved the WWE for a while. (gasps) All right. Uh, when I was younger, um, one of my best friends, uh, and was someone I played hockey with when I was like really young. His dad was a WWE wrestler who unfortunately passed away in the ring, Owen Hart. Um, but, um, my favorite wrestler when I was in middle school was The Undertaker, like a lot of people.
1: Wait, isn't that from the Incredibles?
0: No, that's the Underminer. Oh, okay. Uh, the Undertaker, no. The Undertaker is uh, a very large, very scary-looking man uh, who retired last night. Last night? Yeah, uh, who announced his retirement. Uh, and so The Undertaker is... Uh, no, uh, his real name is Mark William Calloway. Uh, he has been a professional wrestler in the WWE for thirty years. Wow, since okay. before I was born. That is uh, impressive. And he was my favorite wrestler for a long time. He, um, he's a showman. He came up with this dark, mysterious, scary character that he plays in the ring. Um, and Catcher he, Moody. you know, he really he delivered thirty years of entertainment to everyone. He put his body through hell, like all those WWE wrestlers do, yeah. to entertain people. And I think that, um, you know, people laugh at WWE, people laugh at professional wrestling uh, as being silly and soap opera-y and yada yada yada. But it really is entertainment. It is. like Yeah, it's, it's
1: a performance. For it's a lot like of people. blow, if you've never... Yeah. You know, like, I think they they probably do a pretty good job of representing that side.
0: It is theater. Yeah. It's, it's just a very physical theater. And it is comedy. And, and there's a lot of... There's a lot about it that I loved especially when i was like 12 13 <laughs> yeah. um and you, you know how i like big oily m- muscly men um but um, now
1: <laughs>
0: oh please how much have we talked about the rock and chris Hemsworth's muscles on this show
1: you know what good point. good point uh
0: so i just want to say to the undertaker uh hashtag thank you taker uh it's uh it's been a ride and um yeah just thank you for the entertainment and it's it's sad to see you retire but yeah. it is it's incredible legendary career mm-hmm. and you've made your mark on the world dude uh you did a lot of really amazing shit in 30 years and um
1: yeah 30 years is a long time
0: yeah it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you know i feel like it's his legacy is so large that you can kind of you don't even have to be a wwe fan to understand the impact of that yeah, like to ride at the top of something like that for thirty years in any field is huge. For sure. Um, and for him to have done that uh, in a such a physical way, and to have stayed at the top of his game physically for so long. Yeah. Um, and the outpouring of love and support from the rest of WWE has been really wonderful. Um, you know, obviously, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson has wrestled him. Uh, all all, all the big guys, Ric Flair, posted a really funny tweet. Um, and uh, yeah, just just wanted to bring that up because you know. Yeah. It is news. It is the end of an era. Um, yeah. And while The Undertaker has died several times, uh, he has left wrestling multiple times. Um,
1: this looks this, like this is okay. the
0: real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because yeah. he always dies, and then he like comes out of a coffin and beats the crap out of someone. Um,
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope that's how I'm reincarnated. I just, like, crawl a out a of my coffin. As a WWE wrestler? No, I just, like, crawl oh. out of my coffin and, like... <laughs>
0: I was like you want it? You want to be reincarnated as a 6 foot 6 WWE wrestler? No.
1: No, I just I just want to like come out of my coffin and like kick ass. All right.
0: <laughs> um all right. Um y'all yeah, we have one last story of the day. Um you you all know the Dark Knight trilogy.
1: What? What?
0: Uh Christopher Nolan was in the news uh cuz he said that he um he feels lucky that his he got to make the Batman movies. Before comic book movies became an engine of commerce.
1: Okay. His exact
0: exact quote was, uh, the other advantage we had back then was you could take more time between sequels. We did Batman McGinn's. We didn't... uh, It would take... uh, There were three years between the first two, four years before the next one. Mm -hmm. They had the luxury of time. It didn't feel like a machine, an engine of commerce for the studio. As the genre becomes so successful, those pressure becomes greater and greater. It was the right time. I I feel weird about this comment because... um, (laughs) The Dark Knight Rises made a billion dollars. <laughs> Dark Knight made a billion dollars. Yeah. And Batman Begins made 400 time. million dollars. What do you mean they weren't engines of commerce? Dude, you you made billion dollar movies. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like,
1: I... Uh, what? <laughs>
0: I just think it's such a weird thing to be like, I, I made my superhero movies before superhero movies were before they were money things, and I'm the like, ultimate what, hipster. what are you talking about, dude? You made them at the same time Iron Man was coming out,
1: yeah,
0: and after the Spider Man movies, like it's just such a weird. Um, Batman Begins made four hundred million dollars worldwide, like, yeah, to say that The Dark Knight Rises was not an engine of commerce.
1: It's I don't a billion really dollar movie. understand that comment. I maybe think that was, what he's... sorry. No, I was. I think we're gonna try and maybe interpret what he says here at the same time. Yeah. That maybe it's before like. I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: So I I think that what he's trying to say is that he was that now there's more pressure on directors to make money movies, and I think that what Christopher Nolan doesn't realize what? is that. Other directors were feeling those pressures ever since, like, Spider-Man movies did really well, right? Yeah. Christopher Nolan was given leeway on the Batman movies because he's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Not because... Warner Brothers was banking on the idea that if they let Christopher Nolan make the movie he wanted, they would make a lot of money. Yeah. They didn't feel the need to infringe in the same way. And I, I, I just... I don't understand what he means by engines of commerce.
1: Think he's living in a bubble
0: the the movies if if a company gives you over a hundred million dollars to make a movie they anticipate they're going to make a crap ton of money off of it
1: yeah that's (laughs) how this works
0: warner brothers movies
1: are to make money
0: christopher nolan warner brothers did not give you hundreds of millions of dollars to make batman movies Not even to make the first Batman movies. To make the, like, 9th, 10th, and 11th Batman movies. Yeah. Thinking that they weren't going to make money. That's not
1: how life works. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... Like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, movies are to make money. No, like, nobody's making movies... Unless you're, like, a film student. Nobody's making films... To not make money. Like, I just, I don't...
0: Yeah, Perennial Games think uh, says in the chat, think how many Bane masks they sold. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, they made a crap ton of merch off of your not-engine-of-commerce movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is... Yeah, I, I don't but see it... how Captain Marvel is any different than The Dark Knight.
0: It goes back to his comments, though, the other day about how he's confused why people care so much about the sound in his movies. And I'm just like, that's what I mean. He's what, living in a bubble. What world are you living in? If you're like,
1: <laughs> he did as much weed as we did last night.
0: <laughs> I would love for Christopher Nolan to make a movie high. If the movies we get are him sober, what would a high Christopher Nolan movie be like?
1: I don't want to know.
0: It would either be way better or way worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would either tip heavily in one direction. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's honestly, and uh, people are like trying to explain it. I think we're all trying to understand what he means. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to understand what he means because it's such an odd comment for him to make. Yeah. After he made billion dollar movies. Yeah. Like he could have stopped after the dark Knight and he made a third one, even though Heath Ledger passed away. And I, I think that was because he had a contract, Mm -hmm. like a financial contract with the studio because he was making an, and he was part of an engine of commerce.
1: Yeah. Like the studio just... gives you a crap ton of money to make them back another crap ton of money.
0: Um, Avis says I think this might be a comment on like we didn't have to push up three movies a year and I don't think he expects his movies to go into like seven digit numbers. He has to expect his movies to go into seven-digit numbers, Atheist, though, because... I
1: mean, he... Yeah, if they it didn't... cost
0: seven-digit... They cost ten-digit numbers.
1: If they didn't, it would be a problem. You know, like, yeah. they have to make that much money. Otherwise, these movies don't happen.
0: Um, they... they it's literally... that, And that's, that's kind of what it becomes, is, like... The movie industry is an engine of commerce. And like, I, I get that we make a lot of superhero movies nowadays.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: We do. But, like, the idea... There's like three years between most Marvel sequels, though.
1: Like the main storyline?
0: Well, yeah, but like if you really think about it, like Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2 didn't come out a year apart. True, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yes, there are three Marvel movies a year, but that are from three different teams of people Mm, that are all working together. The only person who's working on three Marvel movies a year is Kevin Feige. Yeah. But it's not like Kevin Feige is like Russo Brothers make a movie every year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
0: and obviously Infinity War and Endgame are an exception, but they filmed, you know, those were... They were filming at the same time, you know. Yeah. Um, That That was That was part one
1: and part two. You know, (laughs) but
0: I don't know. I think it's weird to me when people talk about superhero movies as if they are different from the rest of movie making. Yeah. And like, this is another instance where like, like movies are commerce. It is... You have a job to make a product...
1: That's going to make so
0: that it makes a money.
1: crap ton of money.
0: And like the idea that Christopher Nolan thinks that his Batman movies were not made to make money is such a baffling...
1: It's very odd.
0: Because like I, th- I think that Christopher Nolan thinks that other directors are given the leeway that he is and they aren't. You are Christopher Nolan, Yeah, that's why you get that leeway, Yeah, (laughs) it is not. Because Batman wasn't in vogue in the mid-2000s, like that is insane.
1: He would be one of those people, like after these kinds of comments, he'd be one of those people that I'd be super interested in like having a drink with him and like, I wonder how he talks, I wonder how he like views himself and like the work that he does, like I'm very curious. Although maybe it's better not to know. <laughs>
0: his, his comment, his comment, uh, and like, I feel like we're just ragging on Christopher Nolan right now, which isn't my intention.
1: It's just, we're confused. But I'm just,
0: I'm confused. I'm I'm really confused by someone who is so good at making movie studios money, thinking that they're not hiring him to make movie studios money. Yeah. Which is what it sounds like. It sounds like he doesn't understand that he makes studios a lot of money, and that's why they let him do this. Um, Shin in the chat says, I don't think he's made one bad movie yet, in my opinion. A clean record. But see, Shin, that's the thing. The reason that... I I think that the reason that he is under the appearance that he isn't making an engine of commerce is because the studios don't put pressure on him the way they do other people.
1: Yeah, because they know it's going to be good.
0: Yeah. No one is going to... No studio head is going to look at Dunkirk dailies and try and tell Christopher Nolan that, hey, this isn't going to work. Because there's, honestly, if you broke Dunkirk down into individual shots, it is a terrible movie. It's only because the way it's assembled and the overall structure and filmmaking prowess that he showed in making Dunkirk, that once you get to the entire experience of it, it's it's this incredible... Like, if you've never seen Dunkirk and you get to see it in IMAX, absolutely go see it in IMAX because it is a brilliant film. But like, I think that because he makes brilliant films and he is a brilliant filmmaker, he is treated differently. Yeah. And so he says things like this because he doesn't realize that like, he he, he is an engine of commerce unto himself. Yeah. And so the studios let him do whatever he wants because he's going to totally. make a brilliant movie. If any other filmmaker in 2008 had tried to make Batman, the studio would have been involved. Look at what happened with Superman, look at the Kevin Smith written Superman movie in the mid-2000s. Or Justice League Mortal. Like, those things came before the Christopher Nolan movies, and they had problems because they were engines of commerce. Yeah. And the, the, the commerce, the engines of commerce destroyed those movies, and they never happened. They never came out because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they hire Christopher Nolan and went, all right, we cannot tell Christopher Nolan what to do, so he's going to do what he wants. Yeah. And The Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies ever made, Mm -hmm. you know? But it is, it is, and and Dark Dispatch, it brings up, like, he doesn't realize his privilege. He has immense, like, I want to call it genius privilege. Yeah. That because he is a genius in his field, he doesn't realize that the way people treat him is...
1: Is different, sure. Serious, I'm like literally like out of tea. I that guess. was
0: my last sip, so I'm I have no more beverages. Sorry, Ziers, um, but I will chug. I will chug a glass of water after this, just for you. Oh geez. Oh no, new dress.
1: That's it. That's, um, that's all I got. Serious, I'm sorry.
0: That's all we got today.
1: Yeah, that's guys. That's the news.
0: Did we rag on Christopher Nolan too hard at the end of the show?
1: Um, you know what? No. <laughs> I also
0: said that he's a genius, and every movie he's made is incredible exactly i don't personally like the dark knight rises
1: all about balance but
0: it's well made dark
1: knight rises is questionable
0: i just hate that they steal his fingerprints go to the stock exchange with him and manage to take all of his money that way it makes no sense first of all no one has any money at the stock exchange because it's not a bank second of all having someone's fingerprints does not give you access to their financials no um and so third of all you can't actually like deplete a person with that much money's funds like that, there are safeguards Yeah. where like Bruce Wayne would literally have to call the bank and like, the you also
1: the bank would not allow you to do that
0: yeah because it would harm their portfolio they
1: wouldn't have that much money anyways
0: like bill gates literally cannot move all of his money at once legally because he is so rich that it would actually harm the bank as an yes. institution to do it
1: for sure
0: so uh the dark knight rises that that scene in the dark knight rises and the way they make him poor is lazy i hate it and um despite the fact that the movie is gorgeous and well filmed <laughs> That storyline unravels the whole thing for me. Yeah, Um, that's fair. Also, the fact that Bane is played by Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's great, but he is not Hispanic. And that was a whitewashing decision that I
1: just don't love. Don't agree with. Um, Yeah, Tom Hardy's great, but that- mm.
0: Bane should be played by a person of uh, Latino heritage, in my opinion, Latinx heritage.
1: Shin wants to know what your favorite Christopher Nolan film is. It's not Batman related.
0: Um. It's tough. That's pr- probably The Prestige. I think The Prestige is... I think The Prestige is a perfect movie. Um, I think that um, Hugh Jackman is so good in that movie. Uh, mm, yeah. it's, it's my favorite. And I love Hugh Jackman almost more than anyone. Uh, but it's my favorite Hugh Jackman performance. Um, and it's also one of my favorite Christian Bale performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Prestige is just... It's a perfect movie. It's its one of the greatest... Like, yeah. It just is so good. There's not a shot in that movie that isn't beautiful. There's not a sound moment that isn't beautiful. It really is just one of those movies that I I could watch Prestige every day. It's brilliant.
1: Um, Shin, I don't know. <laughs>
0: what Christian Nolan movies have you seen other than Batman? Have you even seen all three of his Batman movies?
1: Yes. Yes, I have.
0: Okay. If you're wondering why we're doing a show called Catching Up Clarus, this is why.
1: Um... Well, I mean, I we went and saw Tenet. Tenant, and I, that is not a favorite movie of mine.
0: But it's your favorite Christopher Nolan movie, other than his Batman movies, because no. it's the only one you've seen.
1: No, no, no. He did Inception. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: That I, that's got to be it, because I don't know what other movies he's done.
0: Yeah, I would say Inception's <laughs> Sorry. good. Inception's it, Inception's good. It's just it, to me, it's not even top tier Christopher Nolan fair enough inception is like the second tier of christopher nolan to me the, i don't
1: know i thought it was pretty damn good
0: the the top tier christopher Nolan to me is uh prestige um okay. dunkirk and the dark knight those are his three best films in my opinion okay uh then that next tier you get like batman begins um inception uh and memento and then, like the tier below that is Tenet and Dark Knight Rises. Gotcha. I feel like I'm missing a Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, Interstellar's in that bottom tier too.
1: Oh yeah. I
0: really love the first two thirds of Interstellar. And the, then that last act. The last act kind fell of fell apart. Yeah. Fell apart. As soon as it's about love, I'm like, hmm.
1: Love Murph, yeah. Love I, Murph, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great,
0: great use of um. Great use of uh, Matt Damon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, yeah. I liked the beginning of that movie. Did not like the end of Interstellar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I, yeah, I've, I've really only seen like Batman, Interstellar, and Inception. So I have some catching up to do.
0: And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I did rank those into three tiers of Christopher Nolan movies. The thing you have to understand is that like the lowest tier Christopher Nolan movie is not bad. It's yeah. Just, it's the lowest tier for Christopher Nolan. Yeah. That is a very high tier. Yeah. In, in, in the history of cinema, the, bar the worst high. Christopher Nolan movies are very high up.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Shin. Yeah, we're gonna be watching a lot of Netflix over the holidays. Murph
0: is named for Interstellar. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Their their dog.
0: Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> the the beginning of that movie's perfect. It's just that third act.
1: Really, and yeah. it's beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap! Like they they really you know yeah. knocked it out of the park, so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, that last act falls apart for me.
0: But yeah, um, Dark Knight, yeah. Dark Knight, Dunkirk, and The Prestige are three perfect movies mm-hmm. that I think are his best. I, mm-hmm. I they're they're so good. Dunkirk. Dunkirk is unlike, <laughs> Dun, the reason I love Dunkirk so much is because it's unlike any film I've ever seen before as far as the way it tells stories mm-hmm. and it the way it uses time. And it's just, it's one of those things that it is just, I've never seen anything like it. I've never had an experience like it in a theater before. And I was on that giant 72 foot IMAX screen on 68th street, in New York. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was like, wow. Yeah. Like watching it there. And I was like, this is, this is something complete yes yeah that's um and uh yeah just just atypical in every way but it worked and i just yeah yeah uh, yeah it's really impressive (laughs) really really (laughs) impressive um i love christopher nolan i just think that what he said was silly and that's why we talked about it for so long
1: yeah yeah sorry we ranted a little bit but um we are over time
0: we are over time so we're gonna go uh live our lives uh you have a stream today
1: I do, yes, I'm finishing my Civilization 5 playthrough. Civ um, 5? Canada mod. I'm going to try to be on Canada 2 o'clock today. I'm sorry I didn't put out a stream schedule oh, yet. Canada. We were, um... We last night was a wash. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll put out a schedule as soon as we're done here. I'm mm-hmm. going to be streaming today. Um, then, um... Tomorrow we actually- Tomorrow we have an,
0: uh, a a bon- We have a really cool stream. Uh, we're going to be streaming together. Yes. I wish that chair was going to be here by then. I but know. um We are going to be streaming a new game uh, because the developer of the game asked us to.
1: He's actually in the chat. Beeple Games. Yeah, Beeple uh, Games he was here. said hi earlier. Um, yeah, he's asked us if we'll play his uh, game, Inseparable. So we're going so, to be playing
0: an indie game that um, just came out. Uh, yeah. And the developer will be here for that stream, uh, so you, we can talk to him about the game as we play it, and we're very excited for that. It's going to yeah. be very cool.
1: Yeah, so that'll be tomorrow.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that is going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us uh, across the internet. Um, uh, you can follow us at Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Reddit. Uh, Reddit, I don't TikTok. know, where else. YouTube. Check out our YouTube. Our our YouTube videos are getting way more views now, which is really cool. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, wild. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will see you all next time. Mm-hmm. And um, anything else?
1: No, no, I think that's that's everything.
0: All right, y'all. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye guys. Bye.